Assalamualaikum, everybody. Welcome to the Your Truth Is Calling podcast. This is your host Nadira Razak. I had about a two-week gap, guys, um, from the last podcast, and I understand now how you know when mothers work outside the home and they're also trying to do the stuff that they need to do for their kids. How it does, you know, upset the balance a bit, and I. I'm noticing that because um, of late, I am also working outside the home in addition to doing my coaching clients and working from home. And it has kind of made me stretch a bit in terms of where do I do what? And then on the days that I'm home, um, you know, and I've put that energy out, I just want to be and then get on top of household things and I look around and sometimes there's just mess and clutter because I usually, my energy is not very consistent. I know that for some people, they will always do certain things at a certain time. And for me, I almost like ride with the energy. So suddenly I'll just get a flood of energy to clear stuff and then I will keep on doing that until that ends and I switch focus. And usually I'm the way my brain works is very project focused and I tend to dive in, focus on something, get it done and then move on to the next thing. And so today I just wanted to, well, first of all, I'm apologizing that you know, the podcast hasn't come out specifically, you know, on a particular day of the week. I am doing it as I have openings in my schedule and uh, what I wanted to share today from upstairs you know, observations in clients and the work I'm doing now is this idea of women just looking beautiful when they're in alignment. The number of times I have looked at someone and said, oh my goodness, like you look amazing. And I know it's because internally, because I know them personally, I am their coach as well, to say, you're looking amazing. And I know it's because of that inner alignment, like something in their life has shifted on the inside where their insides are congruent with what's going on the outside. And they've made decisions in their life that are in alignment. And that allows them to exude this kind of beauty and sense of relaxedness and groundedness in their being. And it's like when they show up, then everybody else can be relaxed and in their bodies. And I just wanted to, you know, let you know like how healing that is to be in the presence of someone who is um, embodying that frequency and that vibration and showing up in different places because it puts everybody at ease. And isn't that something that we all need in terms of coping with whatever's on your plate. It's when someone is in that frequency of ease in their being, it doesn't matter what the crisis is that you're dealing with. It could be a challenging time even, but you know that you have that sense to slow down, look at the big picture, break that project down into smaller bites. You have this underlying um, line of like this connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you have that self-trust and that in itself makes everything just fall into place because you're not worrying about how something is going to happen. You go directly to the source, the source of everything, the, the, the one who is responsible for distributing your risk which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that risk is knowledge that comes to you, the people in your life, 
relatives, friends, anyone who is helpful to you. All of those people have been chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you just showing up and doing the work that is within your realm of responsibility, whether that it is, you know, looking after and looking out for your kids and their well-being, um, making sure that you're responsible with your energy so that the attitude that you bring and the energy that you bring is positive. Um, I mean, you can be dealing with hard stuff, but it's the attitude with which you're dealing with the difficult stuff. It, it allows other people to come around you and be with you and want to help you through it, you know? And at other times, I've noticed being in situations and conversations where another person could be very passive-aggressive. And it's like this harsh aggressive kind of energy towards you and I am very sensitive and I can feel it and it's not very pretty like you know that some somebody's hurting and you kind of just have to hold space and take it to Allah and say Allah like you know soothe this person's heart um, but not take it personally you know like don't take anything personally it's like okay miskeen like I always remember um a principle of an institute that I studied um, sacred knowledge with she would always say like if someone is being rude to you or someone is being a little bit knocky it's they're going through some stuff and they can say stuff in an offhandish way and you'll feel it like an ouch you know under your skin but isn't that what we're all meant to do like you're meant to be a believer and work with other people do your worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but your worship also involves dealing with people and it doesn't mean that when you're a Muslim and you, you just hermit all the time, reciting Quran and doing your dhikr, but not dealing with the community and not dealing with people. And that means that you're going to be dealing with all sorts of characters who are also on their end dealing with a lot of complexity in their lives. And sometimes, you know, they're at the... Uh, like the end of their straw, they're dealing with something, whether it's grief or sadness or um, just overwhelm. And then then you have an interaction with them and suddenly like something doesn't feel right, but it doesn't mean that you have to take it to heart. But it, what today, today is more of an update podcast. I wanted to let you know that um, I don't know if I said it out loud on this podcast, but I am the project officer of Good Beginnings for Benevolence Australia. And Benevolence Australia is a community organization in Melbourne. Um, we are a faith-based community. Um, there is a faith director who helps people through um, their journey to Islam. When they're curious about Islam, they have questions and they want to um, come and you know get an appointment and see somebody. Um, we offer all those services. We offer services where uh, people come and learn how to pray or um, about zakat, that all, all the five pillars of Islam. We facilitate trips um, to Umrah and Hajj, or at least connect them with organizations that take people on those sacred journeys and pilgrimages. And it's a lovely space in terms of community and everybody being very welcoming and friendly. Um, and you know how, like, you you can be in sometimes religious spaces where if you don't you know, follow everything to the book, like people look you up and down or you have this sense that people are judging you. I've, I've never actually felt that over here. I've felt um, very at ease and at home. And I know that anywhere where I feel a sense of being able to be myself 
and the best parts of me come out. I know it's because it's the reflection of the people there. They're bringing out the best parts of me, right? And um, to me, like that's a huge answered prayer because I knew that whilst I had been working solo for like the last 13 odd years, I have felt this need to go, I really wanted to work um, outside um, for something larger. I didn't know what it was though. See, this is how miracles happen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just knows what's in your heart, even if you can't articulate it. And what I love helping people with is really getting them in tune to how guidance comes to them. Because I feel like if you understand how life is speaking with you, it can cure a lot of this anxiety and general overwhelm when it comes to, okay, the world is like really uncertain. I don't know what to do. You don't actually have to figure it out with your head. Your head is not meant to be used to try and solve problems like that. It's amazing to use your mind to look at something where, okay, I need to communicate this idea. How can I break this idea down into steps so that my listener or my audience can take from it? You know, like that's a good use of your mind. Um, or, you know, yeah, how, how to present something, all of those things or a design concept, whatever you can tune in in that way and use your brain and your mind to come up with concepts and frameworks and things like that. But when it comes to like guidance on the bigger things, like, you know, um, maybe falling in love or like, you know, finding a partner, uh, or big career moves, uh, a move across country, uh, because you feel like there's a sea change coming. Those sorts of things, it's really hard to try and do with logic in terms of your mind. Um, it's more what what I've found is putting like a really heartfelt desire out to God saying, look, I, I want a change. I can feel like there's something more for me and figuring out as much as possible uh, with talking to um, people who act as sounding boards. I am usually that for my clients. Um, someone you trust to start to hash out, oh, well, I was thinking about this or this appeals to me. Sometimes you don't know what appeals to you until someone puts a picture of something in front of you and then your body responds to it going, oh, that sounds beautiful. I love that, you know? So for me in this particular instance with this job, I remember if I backtrack and wonder like, how did the how of this job happen, right? How did this opportunity come my way? I knew that I wanted to get out of the house and do stuff more outside the home because once my third and you know, youngest started school, I had a lot more time on my hands because I got freed up, you know, of that constant tending to little ones. So I suddenly just had more capacity. I also let go of some studies that weren't aligned for me anymore. So I just had more capacity. I was walking a lot because um, I had time to do that after school drop off. I would go on these long walks. And whilst I was doing that, you know, sometimes I'm like talking to clients on voice memo and things on those walks. Um, sometimes I'm just silent with myself and, and just moving my body through space. Um, but I did know that I wanted to be in community and see, even just in having that thought or having that desire, an opportunity shows up in the outside world. So it shows up in the form of an ad. For me, it's always an ad, right? So there was a call out on this social media channel for this community organization saying, oh, we're doing a volunteer call out. We're doing an induction day. Come along or register your interest or something like that. And so I did that because I felt like this full body yes towards that invitation. So I said yes, 
Okay, so that was one. And then um, I said, well, I like um, receiving emails. I'm not that much of a WhatsApp person to look at notifications. My husband always teases me about it, saying that I, I never have notifications. Like I hate dings and pops up on my, on my phone. So I tend to do, go and check when I have space to check all of those landing spots. So every time an email invite came from the volunteer coordinator saying, hey, we have such and such an event, who would like to volunteer? I would usually see that email within about an hour and then say, yep, I'm available. And my name would be put forward for that event. And usually, you know, it's been successful. And then I happen to be a volunteer at a particular event. Now, I probably volunteered about four or five times that year in like bigger events. And one of them happened to be a graduation ceremony for this program called Good Beginnings. And I had seen a little bit about it on social media, but Good Beginnings is a pre-marriage mentoring program where these mentors were trained and Victoria University was one of the um, bigger collaborators and partners in this program, helping this community organization to literally bring pre-marriage mentoring in an Islamic context especially and specifically for the Muslim community. And I loved that graduation ceremony. I was just there to do meet and greet, to make sure, um, you know, things ran smoothly and just being a friendly face at this event. And I really loved these people at Victoria University. And I remember having a like a coffee chat, like virtually because we couldn't meet in person. Our schedules were not aligning uh, with one of the girls who, who worked in that team. And I was like, what? I, I kind of said to myself, I wonder if I'm meant to work here. Because I remember way back um, when I first finished u- uni and I happened to be working in a recruitment agency, one of the recruiters there said, oh, you'd probably do really well in a university setting. But for whatever um, my fate had in store for me, it was just not something I could get into. It could have been my international student visa status at the time or whatever it was. I never got into it. But this, it kind of reminded me that universities was a um, an avenue. Like I, I liked working with that sort of a body because I also had experience working at a TAFE college. And now TAFE is, you know, all to do with adult learning and helping people who have had career changes come back and train and get a certificate. I used to administer courses in real estate uh, where you, you learn to become a buyer's agent. I was administering courses uh, for people who did medical administration. So I had seen a lot of people coming from overseas, having their degrees, but then realizing, ooh, I want to get a you know a job in Australia. And they would train in some of these things. And they were not long courses, but they gave someone a skill set. And they would use that skill set to then get employed and feel empowered and start to you know be able to live here and work here and provide for their families, you know? So that is something that I was always interested in. I then also studied curriculum design in 2020. It was just, again, something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's like brought an opportunity to me. And I said, yes, and I didn't even know why I was saying yes. But it's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so generous, right? He kind of has handpicked things to train me in certain modalities and certain things that I will need in my toolkit in order to serve the community from those skill sets, right? So I did sales coaching and business coaching for like seven or eight years, um, then transitioned into career coaching. I still draw on all my life coaching experience. And then I added on these other toolkits and it's all, it's so funny. It's not even funny. It's just, uh, it's almost like I'm in awe 
of how much all of these skills have come together to help me in my role right now. It serves me so well to bring all of those skill sets to be able to serve the community in this role. And I also use that outside of this role, obviously, with my clients and just generally just talking to people. I'm able to be of help um, because of those different skill sets. And so that particular conversation with um, this girl from Vic Uni, like I just was curious about the team, but it didn't go anywhere. And then um, there was something that happened, obviously, internally, where the person who was meant to do the role that I'm doing um, had to move interstate. And so there was this opening and I went for a completely different role within this organization when they had an ad. I didn't get that role, but I was told I was offered this other role. And it was so beautiful how it came together. There was no resistance. It was There was a lot of barakah and flow and like miracles within that whole process. And it was like I was tapped on the shoulder to say, hey, we need someone with your skill set to take this on. And subhanAllah, like, you know, it, it's supposed to be part time. But I feel like when whenever I throw myself into something, it does take my whole being, like I can't give just part of my life to something. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, you know, constantly, like, especially, you know, even if a client is in my, um, on my books, it's like, I'm always thinking about them because there's solutions and little practical things that will come my way that I go, oh, I need to share this with them because they're in my sphere, right? They're in my consciousness. I, I, I don't have this huge separation between this is my life. This is my work. <laughs> this is my leisure time. You know, I feel like we're integrated beings and we do all of these things together. And even, um, I observed when I went to like a client's, um, birthday, there was so many things simultaneously happening at the table. There was business being spoken about. There was friendships being made. All of it happening in the context of a social gathering, right? And I feel like you need to carry that with you. Like we, we're, we've gotten so used to having these silos of, oh, you have a nine to five, then you close the door, then you go home, then you're with your kids or whatever. It's so, um, I don't think life is meant to be like that. I think we're meant to be a lot more um, integrated and balanced in that, you know, one thing feeds the other. Um, you know, like you can do business deals with fam, you know, at, when you're with family or help them with something completely unrelated because you just ended up at a barbecue and you two started talking or there was someone who was introduced, you know, it it happens at these gatherings. And I feel like if you're in the flow and you are generally a positive person and you know where you're going, you know, your strengths, doors just open, right? And I feel like the only reason someone gets stuck is there's something unresolved in their life where they haven't forgiven themselves for something or there's a bunch of stuff that's gotten stacked on each other um, emotionally and it's reached like crisis point and now we need to do some unraveling. I love doing that with a client because it just frees so much energy, like life force. And then that life force, when it's unraveled, like you think of it like a you know, very tight ball of wool and then bit by bit it unravels and then it, you just get all this energy freed up and that energy then can be directed into projects, passion projects, businesses, um, you know, like reinvigorating a relationship, whatever it is that the client is actually needing to be healthy and, and return to a sense of um, equilibrium. So I wanted to give you that just to show you how the how doesn't really matter so much. It's the 
really tuning in to your heart and calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then being very acutely aware of how life is speaking to you. So when an ad comes across my social media, um, I know it's for me. I know when something is for me. And the question is, do you know when something is for you? Can you tune in? Because it makes decision-making so much easier and so much more clear and distinctive. And um, it literally cuts through clutter, right? So you don't waste time. You get to um, the things that are a priority for you. You can say no to things that aren't a priority. Like normally my habit has been to go to like a Monday night class on a Monday night to get my spiritual upliftment. But today it felt like, you know what? I said to myself, Nadara, your spiritual upliftment is actually getting in front of your laptop and recording this podcast because it was really weighing on me that I hadn't made time for it. It was that there was time, but I just felt like there was always something to do at home and I would do that and I would go, oh no, I'll, I'll have to do the podcast at this time. And then I'd get invited somewhere and I go, no, it looks like I am meant to go, you know, and be with family at this evening gathering, whatever. And I prioritized that and then I didn't have space for the podcast. So it's just following the energy and it's like tonight it was, yeah, I'm meant to be here recording this. And so I was able to gift it that space. Right, and now you might go, oh, you could judge me for it. Going, oh, that's a bit fickle. Is aren't you supposed to be all organized and have a set time? But my, I know that my energy doesn't work like that. So I am gifting myself that bandwidth of knowing do something when the energy is ripe because it takes less time. There's way less resistance, um, and it just it's easier. It's it, it's a lot easier because I'm not going against the flow of energy. Right. Um, I really want to talk to you guys. I don't know whether that is setting up my calendar and even actually figuring out which days I'm working outside and which days I'm doing my client days. Usually it's Wednesdays that happen to be my private time and Fridays. Um, But sometimes I might have a meeting at work because there's things that come up. So I'm also learning boundaries. I'm learning, you know, when to set times for certain things. So Inshallah, it all gets easier and I understand that things can be in flux and you have to just ride with it. Um, I wish you a really amazing rest of February. Uh, we have Ramadan coming up around the corner, guys. Like, I can't believe it. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be so special. I can feel it. This year holds a lot of good energy, I feel. Uh, we've just had the Luna New Year. It's the year of the dragon. Um, so whatever that does for you, um, I think it's, it's, it is a year of taking action. Uh, if, if that is the ripe energy for you and for other people, maybe it's a rest year. Um, but you need to tune in as to what season you're in in life and go with that. Okay, so until next time, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is Nadara from the Your Truth is Calling podcast. Signing off.